Good day, everybody. Good day. How are we? Thank you for joining us again. Thank you for joining us on the LIFG podcast. I hope we've been fine. I hope we've been fine. My name is Motsunraya, and today we'll be doing another podcast. Um, this is still on the JTSA, what we've been doing, a teaching we did on the JTSA platform, JTSA 5, and the title is Routines. Routines. So I pray that as we start, as we begin, God will bless us in Jesus' name. I hope we've been fine. I hope we've been learning. I hope we've been listening to the podcast. I hope we've been applying it, you know, and we trust that definitely as we apply, we'll be blessed and definitely we'll see something change in our lives. So let us pray. Father, we thank you for today. Thank you for everything you've been doing in our lives. Thank you for being our God. Thank you for the salvation of our souls. Thank you for being intentional about us. We pray, Father Lord, that as we begin, as we, as I start to speak, God, please speak through me. Please help everybody to learn. Please help me also to learn as I will minister. Help me also to be ministered to and help us that we we'll apply whatever you have to teach us. We love you so much, Daddy. Thank you for everything. We pray JTSA 5 will continually be blessed and people will continually be blessed through it, be serious and truly be refreshing in the name of Jesus. We love you, Daddy, for in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 So, like I said, this top, the topic for today's routine, since we start on the first Saturday of April on the WhatsApp group chat, if you, if you want to join the WhatsApp group chat, you can still join. The link is on our instagram link tree you see the link tree you can still fill the form and join the whatsapp group chat let's get refreshing together in case you don't understand what i'm trying to say like we usually do jtsa for this year is every weekend and depending on what the retreat leads us to do we do different things and basically the theme is to be refreshing so we trust that god is pretty refreshing us during the weekend so in fact every day refreshes us but like we just come together as a fellowship do different activities that we can and trust that the holy spirit will breathe on us okay so not to talk so much routine 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 so what is a routine a routine is a sequence of actions regularly followed actions repeated over time for a reason for something or a goal to be achieved a sequence of actions regularly followed actions repeated over time for a reasons for something a goal to be achieved for example when you wake up you pray, you bath, you eat, you plan your day, you do the activities on your plan, you pray, you sleep, the cycle continues. Or maybe as a student, you, you say you want to read from 9 p.m. to 11 p.m. every day. That is a routine. Or you say you schedule your day to make sure that you always spend time with God by 4 a.m. to 6 a.m. every day. That is a routine. Or like now, let me bring it on being on JT85 group chat. That is the retreat saying that, that means every weekend we'll do something either we'll share testimonies we'll share word we'll pray by social time by 12 a.m you know things like that we'll fast at least once that is a routine that okay every weekend do you know that this will happen or going to church on a particular day every week is a routine so routines can be used to build a structure like for example when you want to build a house you constantly put bricks or cements bricks bricks up on bricks until the structure is built right so that's how it is. Build it, to build something, you have to keep on doing something. And that, that thing that you keep on doing is you, that action that you keep on doing, this, this sequence becomes a routine because you are trying to build something. So I saw a quote. A quote the quote says, The secret to your success is found in your daily routine. 
the secret to your success is found in your daily routine so let's think about that statement you know as i've said this now think about so every day what do you do just look at it what is your daily routine do you just wake up go about your daily what you want to do maybe go to work come back sleep wake up you don't pray you don't do anything only walk and you think you grow spiritually as you know you're trying to build something you know if you want to build something like i said your routine will tell you if you'll be successful or not not so it's a large extent so now let's go what does bible say about routines daniel 6 verse 10 daniel 6 verse 10 it says now when Daniel knew that the writing was signed. He went home and in his upper room with his windows open toward Jerusalem, he knelt down on his knees three times that day and prayed and gave thanks before his God as was his custom since early days. So I highlighted custom be like this is just telling us that it was a normal thing for him to do every day. Like since the time since his early days, you probably open the window and pray three times a day. So it was a normal routine. It was inculcated in his normal like every day it probably did this. So meaning that it was a normal thing for him. So there are other places in the Bible that mention quote and unquote as was his custom. Which can be likened to mean normal routine. People in the Bible's had routine. People in the Bible had routines too. So let's look at Luke four sixteen. Luke four sixteen it says he came to Nazareth where he had been brought up and as his custom was, he went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day and stood up to read. So basically, let me read again. Luke 4, 16 says, He came to Nazareth and he came to Nazareth where he had been brought up. And as, was his, as his custom was, he went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day and stood up to read. So basically, it was like a normal custom for Jesus at that time to go to the, to the church and um, to the temple, synagogue on Sabbath day and read, you know, teach people the word, you know, hear the word. So it was like a normal routine for him. So it is okay to have a routine. So people, when we, when we tell them, oh, do you have a routine? They're like, oh, no, you're trying to put God. Yeah, oh, I'm going to speak more about that. And you're trying to do ah, that's like... I'm not going to be flexible, but let us have this basic knowledge. When you want to build something, you keep on doing something, and that thing becomes a routine. So, what what are the benefits of routines? I I'm highlighted some things here. It helps you to be more organized and productive. So when you already know, okay, this is this I'm going to do today, and it just helps you to be more organized and more. When you're organized, you're more productive. When you don't leave things to just chance, you know, when when you leave things to chance, you are less productive, you are less restful. But when you organize, when you plan, you know, when when you have a routine and then you plan it, you don't leave it to chance, you know. When you say okay every day this 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 it helps you that okay like later your mind will even start if it that doesn't even happen that day your mind will is we already like how would i put it framed in a way like you start reminding you've not done this you've not done this that means like it has become a habit like it has become inculcated in you you know something like that so it helps you be more organized and then you are more productive then it helps you to maximize your time it helps you to have your mindset on doing what you want to do so you maximize your time so if i say i want to maybe i want to pray six i want to spend time got six four a.m to six a.m so i'm maximizing my time if i put that in my routine i'm not just using my time anyhow i already said okay this time this time i'm going to do this so i'm maximizing the time i know this is the time i'll set for this so i'm going to use it well 
something like that i hope we even though this 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 benefit might be applied to other things but when we look at it in terms of you know, trying to build something doing something all over you'll see that it kind of applies meaning that you have you maximize your time well and you have a routine you are more organized and when you're more organized you are kind of more productive then also it helps you to achieve your goals so when you have a routine it helps you to achieve your goals in the long run or in the short run when you keep doing something it helps you to achieve whatever you want to achieve in, to an extent then it helps you to ensure enough time for what energizes you so if i say i want to spend time i know this is so important to me i want to spend time with god for him 6 a.m then i'm going to probably put my time as in i'm going to spend time there and i'm going to focus you know something like i hope you understand what i'm trying to say so I'm going to focus and then I'm ensuring more time, which is also tied to maximizing my time. Because I know this is important. I'm going to spend time, you know, and it's also, and I, I, it's, you know, as I keep on doing the routine, so that helps. So let's bring it to our relationship with God. It's okay to have a routine with God, especially when you plan it with God, because our lives aren't our own anymore. So even the whole day should be planned with God. Once you become... Once you accept Christ into your heart, to you give your life to God, you know, your life is not your own again. So even if you want to plan, you want to have a routine, you want to plan, you plan it with God. So if you want a relationship with God to grow, you should have a routine. Remember we said to build something, you have to keep doing something. So you need to, if you want your relationship to grow, you have to have a routine. You don't leave things to chance. You don't leave things to chance. If you want, it's part of being intentional. Remember what we call ourselves. We are living intentionally for God. If you want something, if you it's just like if you want to achieve something in life now, you'll be intentional. You'll have a routine. Like I said, one of the benefits of routines that it helps you to achieve your goals in the short and the long term. Do you understand? So let's check ourselves. Do you have a routine with God? If no, why? If yes, has it helped you to grow? If it hasn't, you can find out why with God and maybe replan with Him if it needs to be replanned. So my point is that it's good, it's okay, it's not bad, it's not evil to have a routine. Now, even let's talk about JTS now. I'm not talking about personal routine, rather. Like I'm not I'm I'm talking about personal routines, not with with God, right? Not JTS if I'm not so not say oh yes, I have a routine. I we do JTS in fact every weekend. That's my routine. No, I'm talking about your own personal routine. Do you have a personal routine with God? Do you are you intentional about your relationship with God? So praying every day is a routine. Reading your Bible every day is a routine. Evangelizing is a routine. You can make it a routine rather. You know, um, checking up on people it can be a routine. Praying for people to seek nations. That's not to do so in your daily weekly monthly yearly activities to do this act and more shows that you are intentional about your relationship with god it's just like if you want a baby to grow now you will not just leave it to chance that okay anytime like let me see, okay let's say you just gave birth to your baby now and I, I, ideally what i hear is like is two two hours you're meant to be feeding that baby breastfeeding so you will not say no it's just morning afternoon night that even though that's the routine when you grow up so when you when you are maybe when you are it's when you grow up to an extent but not at that early stage when you are still a newness when you are still an infant you'll be saying no let me wait till i'll do morning once in the morning i'll breastfeed in the night in the afternoon then if that kind of routine will not work although i'm going ahead of myself now but my point is that you know every two hours is the 
it's the right time that okay even if my baby is not crying no because i'm intentional i want my baby to grow well i want my baby i know the benefits of breastfeeding nothing like that i'll even do my baby is crying even if my baby is sleeping i'll wake my baby up although you might not wake my baby up but probably baby will not sleep for more than two hours so the baby will probably be up and then you breastfeed your child you are intentional about the the well-being of that child and that's because you know you will you have a goal you want your child to grow well so basically ask married couples also they have to be intentional about doing some things as the seasons of their life changes when children start coming like for example when children start coming they have to intentionally set days to go on dates by just themselves because it's possible to still be married and lose the friendship like once children start coming you you have forgotten that your spouse is there meaning you know the child is breaking up every one hour every five minutes you you are so distracted i know that can um, to an extent, everything, the, the friendship, the spice of relationship in your marriage starts to go down. So you have to be intentional because you still want to, the fire to be burning, the love to still be there. So you set out time that, okay, well, this time, okay, once a month, we must we'll go and just spend time together. I'll drop my I'll drop the keys with a friend, you know, things like that. So it, intentionality, you, if something matters to you, you have a routine. You will not just leave it to chance. So in every season of your life, be intentional about having a routine with your God. If God is important to you, if Jesus is important to you, you will have a routine with him because it's important. Seasons may change. Seasons change, so your routine with God doesn't have to be the same. So don't say that, oh, because um, I work 9 to 5 now before I was the student, so maybe we'll finish class, or well, I'll just wake up 7 and then we'll finish class by 4. So I used to spend time 6 to 7 and now you're now working and maybe you're working in Lagos and we know how hold up is, the traffic is in Lagos. So you have to make up by 5. So because ah, your, your season, that's yeah, in a new season now, they have to make up by 5. And before you used to make up by 6, now you're like, and because like I don't know if you like do you understand what I'm trying to say that your your your, your schedule has been distorted so you you are now you like you are now always rushing you don't have time that specific time to just concentrate on God I know like I said if God is important to you, even when your seasons change you can still plan it again with Him and say okay my something has happened okay what can I do what can we do okay I really I really, I really still important to me God I want you to still be in my daily schedule. I don't want to I don't want it to just be to chance, you know. And you know, God, you and God will talk it out. So worthy of note, even when you plan your daily routine with God, still make space for God. Pause. Worthy of note, even when you plan your daily routine with God, still make space with God. What do I mean? Our God is God. Our God sees the end from the beginning. He knows what is best. If he allows you to get used to a particular routine with him, you might become comfortable. And that's not healthy for your spiritual muscles. He knows you and he knows who he wants you to be to let you become comfortable. He knows you and he knows who he wants you to be to let you become comfortable. Being comfortable can destroy the fire, the desire, the hunger. It's just like if... You know, if you just become too comfortable, you know, okay, so so this time you see God, you just become lax. You're even a more, if you want to be fit, if you, you know, you have to stretch yourself. You know, you have to come sometimes. It's not what you do. Sometimes the daily routines are there, but sometimes you have to stretch, do more, do less, do more, do extremely more. My point is that you will not, so, so that you not become comfortable. So that's what it means when you say you plan your daily routine with God, but still make time for God. So what does that mean that we shouldn't trust him when we are making routines with him? No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying if you know God enough to always know to make room for him to be unpredictable. 
he's god his ways are higher than our ways his thoughts are higher than our thoughts and they are and that is for the better so let's say if your routines are predictable they become normal to you and it's kind of takes that um hunger slightly away that's you know the bible says sick 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 like hunger first but when you're you just you know you're just there blair like you know this will happen you know that's seeking you're not hungry you know what's it called when a guy is trying to chase after a girl you're not hungry just know that he's going to be there and that's little by little it takes the desire away the fervency away little by little so Example now, maybe you said a particular time for you and God, and He has been showing up every time for 10 years now. In fact, sometimes He even wakes you up. I heard once somebody was saying one time, like she, you know, 5 a.m. with God or something like that. And sometimes, even when she wants to sleep, maybe that 5 a.m. has come, somebody just randomly come and knock on her door. She will say, Who is that? Nobody will answer, or maybe one of her utensils will just fall down, and she will just have to wake up by that same 5 a.m. So sometimes, you know, God, maybe God is already waking you up. To meet up that five a.m. that you people set as an appointment, so there's a feeling or you there's a feeling or knowing you get that helps you to know that he's there. But one day it doesn't wake you up, <clears throat> um, so maybe one day it doesn't wake you up, or you are not sure if he's there. Will you still continue what you do there with him, or stay till he comes and stay till he comes, or leave that place? Maybe five a.m. I set it with God and. And I know when he's, I know when he usually comes, but this day he doesn't feel like he's there, even though I'm not meant to be depending on my feelings. But I know you just know that ah, is it is it that he's not there or what's happening? Will you still stay there and do what you usually do with God, like sing maybe just, or you leave? You say okay, God, I know you're not here and postpone. Just you think about it, you think about it. The question for yourself. Um, so. Another example I would like to give you is saying because you have a particular time with God to pray to evangelize, you cannot do it any other time. So don't say because you have a routine with God. You know, that's the whole point of even if you have a routine, okay, I said this time I'm going to pray, pray, pray. You should still make time, space for God. Make room for God to still be God. Do you understand? So don't say because I pray 4 a.m. to 6 a.m. every day. Oh, no, now if somebody needs prayer. Or if God is prompting me to pray in another, in another time, like after I've prayed that or during the course of the day, I will not now pray. No. Do you understand? Because, or don't say because you only go to church on Sundays. If if church closes, like like how church closed during the pandemic, will you say you not still you not still fellowship with believers in one way or the other? You like that's the benefit of going to church, right? Will you say that you not do the things that you usually do in church? No. So my point is that don't make routines your God. You hear? Don't make routines your God. God is your God. I heard a story about a man that he said, like, I think God told him to be doing a retreat like every day, every at a particular time every year. But so I don't know if he God told him every time like you should do that, like it should become a yearly thing. But he said anytime, like anytime, maybe it's January now. He does the routine. His mind is off. He he does the retreat. Like he invites people. People learn. People grow then during the course of the year his mind is not there like oh let me be planning the retreat because i know it will happen the next january he's is until god gives him a go ahead so he doesn't assume he's until god says okay oh, yeah i will plan that i want you to do it again you don't, you don't like i remember when we we're meant to do jtsa 5 no jtsa 4.2 like i remember i think i already assumed that yes god will have us do that or I can't remember, or maybe I don't know if I assume, but I just knew that that will already occur. I knew that JTSA 4 will be twice. 
last last year or something like that so i remember when it was not getting close i was not getting this disturbance in my spirit or something until i now it's not going to say like what's happening is that we should not do it god now helped me to understand that you did not come back to ask again don't just assume don't just assume this people um, i remember moses um or let me not go ahead of myself so don't just assume you know don't say or say to yourself that if my if your presence doesn't go with me or not go don't just assume and be going you know that's seeking that's okay god like okay are you still on this boat should still be there so as in what does this tell us even when it seems like god said sorry even when it seems like god says you should still be doing something and maybe from the beginning okay god said i should be organizing this thing every every year every year once every year still go back you know your heart should still be in that posture of asking god you know that your heart should still be in that posture of god you first like god is not scared of us confirming like okay god are you still here he's not scared we're still twice we're his children which father will be get will get frustrated except the father is an angry father only if their child keeps on saying god are you sure because you don't want to you, don't, you want to be sure you don't want to miss it you don't want to the place where you are going and then his presence is not there and at the end of the day it's unfruitful so my point is that even in your routines you know even though yes it might seem like okay god said we should be yes in fact it's not like it might seem god said you'll be doing this thing every month or something still go back you know sometimes just still ask him okay is this the every month daddy okay thank you yeah i think it will help us in our relationship with god in exodus 33 15 exodus 33 15 it says then he said to him if your presence does not go with us do not bring us up from here that's moses when moses was leading children um, like when they were on their journey to the promised land so in this story we can see that even though it seemed like most god already told him that i'll bring you out of the promise i'll bring you out from egypt to the promised land things like that he knew that there was a conflict between the children of Israel of God. He did not just assume that uh, since God said he would take us, even if anything arises along the way, he will still be the one to take us. No, he said, no, God, if your parents is not with us, he still went back to check. I'm not going. You are the one that will lead us. I'm not going. He did not just assume. He did not just keep on going. Like, like the journey did not just become a routine. Like, I know. Do you understand what I'm saying? So in our routines with God, it's the presence of God that makes a difference. If you are, in, you are having a routine with God and the presence of God is not there, then you need to find out why. Because what's the point of having a routine if you know, and you know the one, and if your routine is with God is void of the presence of God, tell God to help you to find out why. You know, the reason could be that maybe it is you, maybe you've become so busy that so even if you are physically there, you're actually not there, your mind is somewhere else. It could be due to sin. You know, sin starves our spirits, therefore making it hard for us to connect with God. Even if we get involved in it, it makes it hard. As it, that is when connect to God when we get involved with sin, it starves our spirits who are, you know, we worship God in truth and in spirit. So when our spirit is starved, it's hard to connect with God, you know. So it could be that you have made your routine your God. So it doesn't even matter if God's presence is there or not. You are just ah I've just said this time. You understand? This could be God. Maybe God has moved or he wants you to move too. For example, maybe change your routine. Maybe he told you but he didn't listen or because the routine had unconsciously become your God. So it could be that God has moved. Maybe God he wants you to be doing um, four to seven now. Maybe God, maybe you can already told you but because your routine has become your God, not listen. Maybe he wants you to, okay, do some other things in 
in that routine so it could be that god is calling you to go deeper and the one way to know your routine is void of the presence is if you never get feedback from god remember when we were talking about prayer during gtsa 4 we said that prayer is communicating with god and you know in the communication is a two-way thing the person there's a receiver there's a listener you know and well, to know that communication has indeed occurred, there is a feedback. That means you understood what the person is saying. That means, and in terms of prayer, the feedback can be maybe you get an insight to something. It could be an external response. Maybe God actually like, maybe you said, God, I want my cup to fall down, <laughs> and the cup actually falls, and that's a feedback. You've gotten your reply. You got the reply from God, or maybe an insight. Like maybe you're telling God, God, please help me, and God just reminds you of this verse. Wait on me, and I renew your strength. That is a feedback. So if your your routine is becoming void of prayer, if there's no feedback, and you come out worse than you started, you come out more. You know your pre- the presence. The fr- there's no fruit of being the presence. You know, and that's just one way. I know there might be many ways that the Holy Spirit teach you that, but that's one thing that came to my heart. Like when you spend time with God, it should be evident. Maybe you came in angry, you should leave not angry. It shows that indeed God has touched you. You know. So if you're having your routines with God and you just see that ah nothing nothing is changing you should check evaluate is it that it is me is it that my mind is not there again is it that god is calling me deeper is it that he wants me to do something so another thing i would like us to notice that even in a relationship routines are good but sometimes the routines can end up not achieving the goal it was meant to achieve maybe because the routine has become boring or it has become too predictable what does this tell us it's okay to spice up your routine it's okay to spice your routine up god is not like god god our god is a creative god our god is look at the flowers look at everything you can spice it up you don't only need to do one thing every time tell god to help you add another thing it could be insisted instead of praying for one hour today you and only sitting for five minutes you can pray 30 minutes instead and listen and just be still and just listen for another 30 minutes or bring it bring in a book so you can start writing maybe writing something anything puts on your heart to write it down instead you know start writing songs it could be maybe you notice that ah when you pray, nothing is happening. You can start doing a prayer work. My point is that there's nothing wrong in spicing it up. And lastly, the motive of your routine is very important. You need to ask yourself, as in, I know what we're talking about, like, check if, if your routine is not being productive, you know, ask yourself these questions. Is I know we already said that it could be you, it could be that maybe God has moved. And when you ask and you get your answer, please, if you can replan with God, you can spice it up, you can do whatever the Holy Spirit is leading for you to do. But don't forget to still make room for God to be God because He can still want to stretch you, He can still want to do things with you. And His ways are higher than our ways, His thoughts are higher than our thoughts. If He still does that kind of thing, it is for our own good and for his glory. So now your motive. So ask yourself, is your is it do you do a routine? Is it out of duty or love or to show off or just to feel good with yourself, to fulfill our self-righteousness or righteousness? They call it, you know, people say, Okay, pray every day for 30 minutes. So you just set out this time, six to six thirty, I'll pray. So even if God is not there, because it has become a duty, you're just trying to okay, fulfill your righteousness, or maybe you have devotion at home and you put the devotion is seven to seven thirty, your mind is not there again because you just want your parents to be happy you just come so it's like it has become a duty they are not doing it out of love you're not doing it because you love god you're not doing it because you know that it's important for you you're not doing it because you know that god will be glorified do you understand you're not doing it because you are trying to get no more about god so you need to remember only love can sustain your relationship with God. Therefore, the routines that you have with God has to be done out of love because there are sometimes you will not feel it. There are sometimes you'll be tired and then you already set an appointment with God. I know it is important. You will not say because 
like if it is done out of duty it is very it's going to be very easy to just okay god i'm tired leave me alone and just go and sleep but when it's out of love one thing about love is that even when you don't feel like doing something because it will make the other party happy and you know it to help when the other person is happy you also be be happy you know that one thing about love is that it's not only you don't only it's not it's not only it's not driven by it's not only feelings do you understand what I'm saying? So you still do some certain things because you know it's going to be good for the relationship. So when your routines are driven with love, you it's it's it helps you to be more productive. That's a that's the right motive. You are making up a routine with God out of love and you know one of the things love also can bring for duties but if love brings for the duties be intentional about remembering that it was love first not because of duty not because well it was love first and that love should be the driving force like don't let it latter be like don't say because duty duty because even as either if you're a worker in church now and you're just doing duty duty you'll be you burn out you get tired sometimes you know you will not if you feel, don't feel like doing it you will not actually do it you sometimes you will not see the fruit sometimes you will not see god again you just be like a robot but when it is love if love is what is driving your duty it becomes more fruitful like you still do it you still push yourself how come communicating so it's love that will help you do some things even when you don't feel like it it's love for god that will help you stay with even when it seems like he's not there to know what is happening it's love that will help you to be intentional relationship with God. Remember what First Corinthians thirteen four to seven says: Love suffers long, love is kind, love does not envy, love does not parade itself, is not puffed up, is not puffed up, does not behave rudely, does not seek its own, is not provoked, thinks thinks no evil, does not rejoice in iniquity, but rejoices in the truth, bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. So, so my point is that. You, that question I asked, I said, let's go and think about it. You know, if maybe you you, you have a set time, you go for him, six a.m. and you're there, and you, maybe you, you sing fifteen minutes, and then you know that after that fifteen minutes, you know you just know that, and you have already sang fifteen minutes, and God is not there. Would you stand or postpone? Well, I think I think the answer I gave myself is I'll still do what we do, but then if and then as I as we're doing that, I'll ask, I'll keep on talking. Like, oh God, are you not coming? Because I know it's there, but it's just that I don't know yet and I need to know, you know, something like that. Although it's kind of confusing, I think, well, for me, my personal answer, I'll not just leave and say, because sometimes, you know, it's not every time you feel it, it might actually be there. Or maybe after I reach at 6 a.m. and he knows that I have to go to work 7 a.m. or I have to go to work immediately like 6 30, uh, maybe I'll stretch it a bit, maybe do 6 10. And he's not still coming. In the cars, I'm going to work. I'll keep on talking to him. Like, what is happening? You know, and I trust God. And I trust God that he's going to answer me. He's going to pull my attention to something. Probably I'll see that, okay, maybe my mind is, was not even, has not been there. I maybe I need to reevaluate. I need to sit down and think that, is it that God is drawing me to something? Do you understand? And then maybe, maybe it has become too boring for me. Maybe, maybe it has become too predictable. Okay, let me spice it up. You know, and you trust, just trust God. Have faith that God will answer. If you're in that kind of circumstance, have faith that God will point you out something. You know, this could be me even discussing. Maybe he wants me to discuss it with somebody, and the person should advise me on okay what you can do. So in summary, be intentional in your, in your relationship with God. If something is important to you, be intentional. It's just like you, your prayer life now. 
maybe you know there are some things that they are they will be first in your prayer you know you probably pray for yourself you pray for your family you pray for your friends you pray for your nation you pray for the souls you pray for whatever things you're involved in pray for your future you know so you probably you already put that in your prayer routine you not leave it to chance so you know that at least once in a week you must pray for these things that has become a routine you're not leaving it to chance and why that's because it's important to you so be intentional relationship with god because your relationship with god is important routines are good your routine should achieve the goal to which it was made plan your routines with god your routine should not be your god god knows best you can spice up your routines there's no harm in changing your routine as the seasons of your life changes or replan your routine with God. Remember it's your relationship with God. Tell him how you feel, tell him what's happening. And if you if you want you to replan, you can replan. If your routine is void of the presence, pause, find out why and work it. Work on it with the help of the Holy Spirit. If you're not able to follow through with your routine, don't beat yourself up. Tell your God, tell God to help you to be more disciplined. There's a place of discipline. You remember I said that it's not every time you feel it, but it's a place of discipline. So and also forgive yourself. So um I remember for GTS five the routines we've made, like I mentioned, praying every every weekend, the word, sharing testimonies, fasting at least once. But we also made space for God. How we said that sometimes we might not have teachings on a particular day, sometimes we might have teachings every day during that week, during that weekend. Sometimes we might do spontaneous prayer. So it's not every time we'll pray to a frame. If God says we should pray another time, it's spontaneous. Sometimes God might even say, Okay, we should fast during those Fridays. The Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So we made God, we made space for God to be God, even though we have a routine we are following. So don't forget that it doesn't mean it's just always be led. It doesn't mean God doesn't want you to have a routine or structure. If like being led doesn't mean God doesn't want you to have a structure. Like being you know in church now, if they say okay, we're going to do opening prayer, do this next, do this, they have a structure, but then they make space that okay, we know Holy Spirit can come. And when if he does that, you know that it's for our own good. It is a time for okay. Maybe he might have told us before, but you know sometimes maybe we are not listening, or maybe he did not even tell us before. Maybe he just wants us to stretch ourselves to know if yes, we will still align move if he wants to move. Basically, to God to be God. So I'm going to I'm going to um let me just quickly read this. The wind John three eight John three eight. The wind blows where it wishes, and you hear the sound of it, but cannot tell where it comes from and where it goes so everyone so is everyone who is born of the spirit spirit john 3 8 the wind blows where it wishes and you hear the sound of it but you cannot tell where it comes from and where it goes so is everyone who is born of the spirit john 3 8 so we can use this to explain something here the spirit moves and we don't understand him fully which is for the better so that's why we should not be too attached to our routines be attached to god be attached to god but relationship in but remember routines are good in your relationships in your relationship with god have a routine but don't be attached be attached to god there are different sides to our relationship with god so i believe there is a side for having routine spicing up sometimes allowing god to be spontaneous and having an open mind with god not assuming not always assuming it helps our relationship so i just give that's enough so our assignments you know this is a practical topic so as you go back today as we finish listening to this practicalize it you know after you sit down with god and plan your routine with him you can access your assess yourself every day or even every to see if your routine actually achieves the goal are you better when you, after you finish praying after you finish doing that thing are you refreshing do you get an a feedback from god 
you know everything that we do in our work with god is communicating with god so what's the feedback are you getting strengthened is there something what is happening you know just assess yourself with god and we trust that god will help us in jesus name remember that god is god is too big to be limited to only do what he wants to do in your life through a routine or a structure i'll repeat that again god is too big to be limited to only do what he wants to do in your life through just one routine or structure he has he wants to do so many things in your life so it's not just one routine that pray um, for him every day every day every day i'm sure sometimes he will stretch you will do some certain things because he wants to do so much uh, so much oh my god <laughs> sorry so much in your life you know and, but let god lead you just develop something with god you know seasons changes don't forget but that doesn't mean everything has to be in one, one thing every time let it change our god is amazing hallelujah thank you everybody okay i hope we got one or two things so let's pray we thank you for today god thank you for teaching us we pray that you help us take our relationship with you seriously help us to grow in you be deliberate have routines be attached to you and not the routines always be led by your spirit thank you for this season of intentional remembrance of what you did for us thank you for um thank you for this season thank you for everything that has been happening we pray that you help us continue to love you i remember that you love us in jesus name help us to continue to learn together help this ministry to continue to grow help us that truly a generation that arise that will live intentionally for you help us to keep winning more souls for you and help us continue continually be transformed to be like you thank you father help us to keep on being bold we love you daddy thank you for loving us in Jesus' name we've prayed. Amen. The grace, the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet flesh of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Surely God's goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives and shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you for listening. Um God loves you all. We love you guys. Don't forget to follow us on our social media pages. LIFG underscore. God bless you. Bye bye. Invite somebody next time. Listen to like send it to somebody to listen to it. <laughs> bye bye.